Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. Now let's get it started. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Greatest Wednesday podcast of all time, Bridge the Gap, where we're connecting business perspective. My name is Colton Cockrell. I'm a certified financial fiduciary and independent financial planner with Share McKinley Group. And with me, as always, every single Wednesday, I have my lovely co-host with me, Miss Trisha Stetzel. So, Colton, I decided we do need to get some clapping. We need some clapping. Yeah, it, and just some- makes, it, it makes sense, right? <laughs> I love it. Hey guys, Trisha Stetzel here, Results Extreme Business Solutions. And it is my pleasure to introduce our guest today. I'm really excited about this topic because it's something that you likely have never heard of. <laughs> and that may come out as we talk to our guest today. So Thomas Gilman is a retired engineer and now business owner. He represents Schooley Mitchell and helps clients manage their costs on an ongoing basis in the areas of telecom, telephone, internet, and other bills that they regularly see. So he implements the cost reductions and also does the vendor negotiations, saving the client time to do what they like to do with both the time and the money they gain. That is my language. Tom Gilman, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm going to have you go on my sales calls because that sounded perfect. Yeah, I appreciate that. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Man, all right, man, Trish is just getting job interviews out of this thing. Okay. Uh, so, So, Tom, I think the best thing probably to do that will really help our listeners understand kind of where we're headed now. We're talking about cost reduction. Um, but I think it'd, it'd be very beneficial if you explain exactly what it is that you do uh, for your clients. Sure. Um, Schooley Mitchell is the largest cost reduction consultancy in North America that nobody's heard of. Um, we have 25,000 clients and all the vendors that are supporting those clients, we know what those vendors offer, the best prices across North America. And so when we go into a client, we can we can pretty quickly tell whether the vendor is giving them their best offer or maybe not such a good offer. We also catch a lot of billing errors, especially in telecom. So if you think of looking at your cell phone bill, which one of those charges is off? Well, it's pretty hard to tell, but that's what we do for a living. So basically we go in, um, we take a look, a deep look at what their vendors are charging them and we find cost savings. And when we find cost savings, if the um, client allows us to implement those cost savings on their behalf, we split the cost savings with them. That's how we get paid. And we look at it month after month. Uh, We save them with discounts. Maybe there's a discount, a Halloween discount in Las Vegas. Well, why not League City or, you know, Houston area? Why aren't we getting that discount? And we'll talk to the vendor we have a lot of leverage with that vendor due to our large presence in the vendor uh, relationship. So that's kind of what we do. You know, it's uh, an offer where there's very little risk in having us take a look because you don't pay us money until we implement the savings on your behalf. It's interesting because it's kind of like, I'd like to compare that to group life insurance, 
right? If you try to get a life insurance policy by yourself, it's going to definitely be more expensive than working with a company with multiple employees covered under a policy because you have access to multiple vendors and you have so many clients where they're going to give you your best deal versus if you're just by yourself, well, you're just kind of at the mercy of the company that your insurance company you're working with. I think that's really interesting. Um, yeah. One, one of the things about it, though, is 80% of the time, people don't change vendors. It's not the vendor's fault. It's the offer that vendor is giving you. And, you know, business people are busy. They don't have time to be on top of their vendor every month. And so that's what we do. We just installed internet for a business. And I know it's unbelievable, but AT&T didn't show up when they were supposed to. And instead of that customer or that businessman being on the phone for how many hours trying to get that all fixed, we did that for them. And we called him and said, okay, we talked to, you know, the people that we know with AT&T, here's your date. And sure enough, you know, it, it happened, but without a lot of time dealing with the vendor. And that's a great thing. I mean, uh, it almost makes me want to hire myself, you know, just to save that <laughs> Save that on hold time with Comcast or, or, you know, Verizon or name your, name your poison, you know, man, Tom, that's very cocky. (laughs) (laughs) Who wouldn't want to hire Tom? Come on. Right. I, you know, when we talk about business owners and, and what I hear from business owners so much, Tom is I don't have enough time and I, I'm not making enough money. And what, what businesses like yours offer is giving those business owners the opportunity to gain back, right? Some of the, and stop doing some of the things that they don't like doing in the first place. So why not hire somebody who likes doing it? Right, yeah. I, if you find a business owner that loves dealing with vendors, let me know. I've never met one, you know, and so that's our reason for being is we found a niche where, wow, we can save them time dealing with their vendors, provide them with unexpected cash, both in the short term and, you know, throughout. We usually ask for a three-year term. So we're looking at your um, vendor relationship and your bills for, you know, month after month. And uh, you just kind of get used to that not being a problem anymore. And that frees you up to do what you do. You know, maybe, you know, whatever your person, your reason for being in business is, we want you doing that. So Tom, you mentioned telco being one of the the larger areas, right? That you guys Mm -hmm. uh, find a lot of cost savings in. Are there other areas of people's businesses that are kind of unexpected places that you're finding cost savings? Yeah. And, you know, just to let you know, we average 28% savings in all these categories. So when we say telecom, that's landline phones, you know, your business phones on the desk, your cell phones and your internet. That's what we call telecom. Also credit card processing. We are one of the few people looking at credit card processing that are not tied to a vendor behind the scenes. We're not trying to push you to square or somebody we are totally independent and we'll, we'll tell you straight up. Uh, we also do waste. So regular dumpster waste, medical waste, hazardous waste. I do not personally dive in the dumpster, but I do <laughs> manage your costs for your dumpster. Other, other things that we do, e-signature. So if you're you know, a CPA or a lawyer and you're sending out e-signature, chances are you've bought more than you're using. And we try to get that in alignment. 
And then um, small package shipping. During COVID, a lot of people jumped into small package shipping and we can usually save them a lot of money. Now, if you're a bigger, more industrial type uh, business, we'll do your utilities. And we're talking $4,000 per month for electrical bills. So quite a big company. Uh, But we'll do electric, gas. Um, We'll also do, if you have fleets, fleets of trucks, cars, or forklifts, we'll do the fuel for them. And we'll do what they call electronic logging devices or, you know, that's like uh, GPS for those. And that's all we do. We do not take on more than we can be deep experts in. That's all we do. And uh, funny part about it is that can be up to 30% of your cost, depending on the business you're in. It can be a big part of your cost. It's just interesting because that, and I'm sure all the small business owners right now listening, they, they can think of at least five vendors that they work with, whether it's a CRM, shipping, I mean, just all types of things. The, the thing that's so interesting to me specifically about what you do is that the pricing, when it comes to getting paid, it's not based on, hey, you pay me a flat fee. It's no, hey, you make, you make $100,000, right? You have you know, 100, you're bringing in 120 gross and then you got 20,000 in expenses. Well, if I come in, if I can reduce your expenses by 25%, well now, hey, now your expenses are $7,500. So now you're making an additional $2,500. And guess what? Now you're getting a percentage of that, but hey, it's okay because now you're making more money than what you were. That was a right. very small scale example, but that's very interesting um, mm-hmm. how y'all you work and how, how that works. I mean, I'm thinking about restaurants, for example, food costs are constantly changing, right? I mean, there's so many ways that you can eliminate waste and actually having someone solely designated to take care of that, it's a very interesting concept. And I think that's a, a very valuable tool for small business owners to have. Right. The, the other concept of our model is we don't have you change your behaviors. It's not like we're going to come in and tell you how to use a cell phone. That's not what we do. We just get the cost of whatever you're doing down. Yeah, that's what Trisha And so does. that differentiates us from other management teams that are trying to change your behavior. We're just trying to change your cost. Yeah. So Tom, it's a lot. Most of the guests that come on our show are in an industry where there's tons of competition, right? So we have them come on the show and really talk about being an industry expert in that space where people like you uh, come in and you really, there's really nobody else out there that's doing this, right? So I'd like to, if it's okay with Colton, I'd really like to ask you a hard question, Tom. And not that Colton has a choice here at this point. Why is it that we don't know the name Schooley Mitchell? Right. So Schooley Mitchell, uh, 20 years ago, they started in Canada and then they kind of grew there. In the last 10 years, they are big. And, you know, it it sounds like I'm saying this, but if you look in Austin, Texas, there's a, a very active franchise owner that is, you know, out there a lot and they they have heard of it dallas same thing san antonio same thing in houston we we haven't had that we've had franchise owners but they didn't really make the effort to you know like i'm trying to do to get the name out there and then you know make a big business out of it and, and that's why you know like it's so schooly mitchell is a concept that other people have but nobody in houston is doing this. I would say that our competition for credit card processing are, like I said, those companies that kind of pitch it this, the way I do, 
but behind the scenes, they're really pushing you to their real uh, owner, if that makes sense. So for independent, uh, there, there's really nobody in Houston doing what I do. Well, yeah, it's really third party, right? Uh, you're really kind of that third party in the middle. Yeah, I'm, ahead, we're on the side of the business. We're not on the yeah. side of trying to push mm-hmm. money uh, somewhere. Yeah, that's awesome. And if, you think, if you think of our model, we are highly motivated to to save you as much as we can. Right. You know, because yeah. that that means more money for us. It, there is no difference between the business making more money and us making more money. It's, you know, well, blind, I guess. is what. Watch out, Houston. Thomas Gilman's coming to town and saving you money. I like it. Now, it, you know, when, when that, I can relate so much to what you're saying because the same thing with, you know, my business is that, you know, it's mostly fee-based relationships. So if I want to make the most money possible, well, I want to make sure that I'm doing a great job in growing your portfolio. Right. So, I mean, I I totally understand what you're saying. So it's like, it's such a same side of the table conversation. There's no, like there's I'm hitting my fist together. I know people who can't see that, but there's really no head to head because, okay, Tom's going to come in and he's going to save, he's going to, yes, he will get a part of my savings, but that savings that I, I will never even have if I don't bring him in and he does all that work and I save so much time. I mean, it just, it's a no brainer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love the business model and uh, meet great people. Uh, one of the things about our business is say, say we're in the time period where, yes, you've spent the time. We've learned a lot about your business. We spend four to six weeks is all it takes to do a very deep dive and then propose cost savings for you. Say we're in that meeting and we're giving you all the very de- deep details of how you can save money. What if I'm, um, talking to somebody that's a little shady, what would they do? Well, they'd listen to all the ways they can save money and say, no, thank you, Schooly Mitchell. That's okay. Thanks for looking though. And then two months later, they implement it themselves. Well, part of my job is to be on the lookout for those, which is such a great thing because I'm motivated to deal with straight up people that want to save money and understand that business is a relationship. And that's a great thing. You know, if I sense a little underhandedness, I'm backing away from that person because they're gonna, what we call backdoor me. And so I don't wanna, you know, have that kind of relationship. I just wanna save people money. And that's why we get into nonprofits a lot. You know, if I can help a nonprofit stretch their dollars and help more people, that's a great feeling, you know? And so we do a lot of nonprofits as well. That's no, awesome. So is. Tom, I think the number one question you get is who is Schooly Mitchell? So right. what is the number two question that most of the people you engage with about your service? What is it that they ask? What's the catch? They need okay. to trust me. Yeah. What's the catch? Because, you know, if I'm new to them or I, if I haven't been referred from somebody that they trust and I'm just trying to talk to them, they don't know me. They don't know if I'm slimy. So uh, I try to show them everything about what we do and be straight up with them. But unless they trust me that I'm not hiding, you know, there's no other shoe that's going to drop, they're not going to sign up. And I don't blame them, you know. And so that's why referral business is, is the way that I like to do it. Because if, if Tricia says, hey, you know, Tom's straight up, you should, you know, hear what he has to say, they're going to be much farther along in trusting me 
than if I just knock on their door cold. So that's the number two question. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think we've already kind of hit that of, you know, what is the catch? I mean, there's not really a catch. It's, you know, it's, it's not, but yeah, right. referrals, absolutely the way to go. That's like the best, uh, best thing anybody can do is refer business to somebody. It's a, first a compliment and it's also, you know, a potential chance to generate income, which is, I mean, you can't do any better than that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, Tom, I told you this and I didn't tell you what I'm going to ask you, but I told you there's going to be a totally random question. And I know you've been waiting and expecting this the whole time. What in the world is Colton going to ask me? Right. Well, the time is here. Okay. <laughs> if you were to travel down to Africa, and if you were to hang out with any animal in Africa, what animal would you hang out with? Giraffe, no doubt. A giraffe? Why is that? Yeah. They're just so unusual. You know, it's like the proportions and the height. And, you know, it's just uh, that's what I would do. And, and to watch them run across the Serengeti, it's just amazing. You know, they got that super long stride. That's what I would say, yeah. Plus, you know, they're great at poker. You know, I don't know if you've ever played poker with a giraffe, but yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> I've, I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that painting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are so funny. But Trisha, All do right, you see the, so, thought, the thought that he already knew I know. that? <laughs> I, I know. It, I'm always amazed by these off-the-wall questions that you ask, and people know exactly the way they want to answer. So, Tom, thank you for being so succinct mm. about what animal you want to hang around with and play poker with yes. a giraffe. And I, and I promise Trisha doesn't even know the questions ahead of time. It just, it is literally an on the spot question. And every time it blows my mind that people have literally thought about this before. If we, if we had the, if we showed these videos, you would just see me close my eyes and <laughs> shake my head when Colton goes to ask these questions. That is it. All right, listen, I want to bridge the gap here. Colton, uh, because I'm, I'm curious, number one, um, Thomas, what generation do you belong to? I am the very end of the boomers. Oh, wow. Okay. I would have never guessed that. Awesome. No, I wouldn't have either. Yeah, fantastic. That is great. Now, no, I'm old. From a, okay, say it. I'm old. No, no, <laughs> You're I, not I, old. no, I thought you were way younger than that. Yeah, you don't look it. That's why I, I was kind of, I kind of try to counteract my age with my immaturity, and that makes me feel <laughs> more like yeah. Okay, so here's the second part of that question is who do you uh, identify most with from a generation perspective? Yeah, uh, probably millennials. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm talking probably. about You're welcome, Colton. That's why he and I can laugh so much because we we're kind of the same cloth. Uh -huh. Yeah. So uh, one last question from a client perspective, looking over the breadth that the clients that you work with, do you find that they're in a specific generation? Are you working with younger generations or older generations? I would say across the spectrum, um, people, you know, the super young ones haven't built their business big enough, but as long as their business has been built to, at least three to five people all the way up to very large corporations. That's the age of people. So when you think about that, they're going to be around 30 or more usually. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. X-Geners, see Colton, I just had to ask a question so we could get to the X-Geners. That's all.
I was feeling it's it's okay. I mean, I honestly kind of thought the same thing. I was. I will say this. I will say this. It's not always the owner that is the person that pushes me into a business. Like if I can talk to, you know, somebody in their young twenties and they get they get what what Schooly Mitchell does, and then they can introduce me to the people making the decisions. That works too. So I love you know all ages, uh, as long as they're interested in improving their um, business. Yeah. I would say that happens more with nonprofits, the younger people saying, hey, we could free up some money and help some right. more retired people or vets or whoever they're helping. Yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. All right, Thomas. So as we close the show, would you share your contact information with our audience? And you will need to spell it out pretty please since we're on audio only oh, so that okay, they can find you. But uh, your contact information, whether it's your phone number, or your email address, or even your website. Sure. The um, phone number is 281-972-2377. Happy to take texts or voice, you know, if, if you want. My email is thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S dot Gilman, G-I-L-M-A-N, at schoolymitchell.com and schoolie mitchell is school s-c-h-o-o-l-e-y and then mitchell is m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l so thomas.gilman at schoolymitchell.com only one l and gilman otherwise i'd be a car dealer right <laughs> so those I are the it. best ways to get those are the best ways to get a hold of me yep i'm also on linkedin if you want to google me on there but, or yeah Search you. Fantastic. Search you. Fantastic. Thomas, we are so glad that you came on the show with us today. Of course, we had a little fun fun. as we always do. And uh, what a, what an interesting topic, I think. um, And very important to um, the business population out there. Colton. Uh, Yeah. I think after we we get done with this here, I think I'm going to spend a little bit of time and just watch some videos of Rush running through Serengeti. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Playing poker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, um, Colton, are you taking us out, or would you like for me to do it properly? Okay, I think I think I can. I think I got it this time. <clears throat> well, thank you, everyone. I already messed it up. It's okay. Thank you, everyone, for coming and enjoying this time on a Wednesday. Hopefully, it's a Wednesday when you're listening. But this concludes this week's episode. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, where we're connecting business perspectives. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, connecting business perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Colton Cockrell with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas, 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Pacific. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.